Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Cobble Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. Everybody, welcome into the weeknights. I am Nicole Griffith, joined alongside Nick Sainert and Harrison. Guys, say hi. Hello. How's it going? You're back. Okay, I just said say hi. That's yep, awful. she's back. Uh, she's back. <laughs> she's um, back. So it's been a minute. I was checking my outline last night, and we have a Good show. That's how I texted Sip about it. He said, you ready for your show tomorrow? And I said, going to be good with a bunch of O's. And he said, good back with a bunch of O's. So hopefully this show is good. Um, Yes, it's been. We haven't talked since May. Because of Memorial. And then, right, right, Memorial. And then Holiday. And then I was gone last week um, Mm -hmm. due to I had to leave. So it was fine. We made it work. Next, uh, I didn't listen. I d- couldn't even I, listen. I figured. I, I figured because I didn't see a text in. So, did you? Were you waiting? No, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily <laughs> say waiting. I was just start like, the timer. Maybe expecting. Um, but I, I didn't say anything too crazy or out of, well, con- out, of out of control. I still have a show, so yeah, that's you do. good. And so we're then, here. Um, also, <laughs> next week I'm gone. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so um, I'm going to uh, Tahoe. So Jake went to Tahoe this week. And I'm following him. And you're going to Tahoe next week. Yeah, we're going to meet up. Really? No. Oh. He's going to be gone. He'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. So I feel like the summer is when things are supposed to slow down, catch your breath. People are like, the summer's great. You know, there's no like college sports going on. And it still is not slowing down. We're already halfway through June. And scheduling is kind of all over the place. So we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. If I'm not here, Nick's holding it down, doing a, a decent a decent job. Decent job. Um, you can call in, text in 402-464-885. I haven't been here in two and a half weeks. So 402-464-5685, the hotline and the text line. So it's the Honda of Lincoln hotline, the Sarder Heyman Jewelers. I, I can't say the second one, so I try not to ever say it, but it's also sponsored, mm-hmm. so that's terrible. But anyways, I digress. Guys, it's been a minute. You said hi already. How are you doing now? I, I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm do I'm doing pretty well. I don't know about Harrison. And big NBA finals game tonight. That's tonight? Game th- four. Game five. 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 It's tied two two. Yeah. Oh. I will say I have not taken a lot of interest in this finals viewership is down nhl viewership though up is up i've been i will say i've been watching the stanley cup final or the playoffs because it's not the finals yet because the rangers well and tampa bay were in a longer series than the abs were Mm -hmm. in right so the abs have just been chilling yeah interesting also uh college world series so we've got uconn and stanford playing right now stanford up big nine four top of the seventh winner going to the college world series and then following this game will be oregon state and auburn and i was just talking to nick that if auburn makes it that will be the fourth sec west baseball team in the college world series one entire bracket. That's not how the brackets lined up, mm-hmm. but 
one entire side of the bracket could all be from one conference, one division within that conference. Well, th- this College World Series is shaping up to be just kind of out of unordinary anyway because you have a lot of unseeded teams. The only te- seeds that or teams that you have in that are seeded looks like Stanford is is on their way. They're up nine to four in the top of the seventh here. Um, so it's Stanford, Texas A and M, and Texas are the three national seeds that will more than likely get in. And then Auburn and what are you? Oregon Auburn State. and Oregon State. Auburn's 14, a 14 and three. Yeah. So it's a 14, three matchup. So it, it was kind of unorthodox where if UConn was able to win this game, none of the top four seeds would be in. And if Oregon State loses, mm-hmm. like there was a way that only two or three national seeds get in. Even if let's say Stanford and Oregon State win tonight, there's four national seeds in the, in, I mean, that's half the field in the College World Series that's unseated. That's not a top 16 team in the country. With the highest seed being, that's if Stanford does not yeah. make it and Oregon State does not make it, with Texas A&M being the fifth overall seed, yeah. being the highest ranked team. So, exciting game uh, Saturday? Friday. Sunday. What game are we talking about? You don't know what game I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you meant College World Series starts. Yes, but exciting game, Notre Dame and Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I watched that entire game. Okay. I was very shocked by it. Sometimes with Super Regional Sunday, mm-hmm. underrated holiday. I did see your tweet said, happy Super Regional Sunday. It's a great day. There was four game threes, four or three game threes, and then four or three game twos. So it was mm-hmm. like enough, I think, Super Regionals, whatever, math, not not my specialty. So that was really fun. T- Tennessee, the number one overall team. Uh, people were talking about Tennessee or the field. And then Notre Dame just kind of comes in and s- slaps yeah. them in the mouth. The first game, especially Friday night, Tennessee just didn't look really ready to come. Uh, every punch that Tennessee threw at Notre Dame was able to answer. And then in game three, you're in Rocky Top. Yeah. You're – it. yeah. So the thought uh, – a lot of the teams that were winning were not the home team, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's how we've gotten. I mean, four of the four of the eight at least are are unseeded teams. Um, on top of that, it's the second straight year that the number one seed overall seed in the tournament has been bumped before the College World Series. NC State beat out Arkansas last year right. um, in the Supers at Arkansas, and then now uh, Notre Dame knocks out Tennessee on the road as well. So. I was curious. I don't know what what you're thinking. What is, what team is Omaha going to adopt? That's a good question. So, I feel like, I don't know, not Notre Dame, because I feel like people don't love Notre Dame, love or hate, right? Yeah, I think so. Especially with Notre Dame baseball. Like when you think Notre Dame, you think football or men's basketball or I guess women's basketball because they had Skylar Diggins a couple years ago. It's hard um, because it's like. All the teams are either SEC mm-hmm. or programs that are blue bloods or programs that are so so far we have Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Notre so Arkansas, Ole Miss, Texas A and M from the SEC. Yeah. And then you have Texas, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma, who I don't know if Nebraska fans are super big fans of. You don't have yeah. like a coastal Carolina or a East Carolina. East Carolina. But Coastal Carolina won um, a handful of years ago. They did. And so it's just like kind of that under... Where was Vanderbilt this year? The, so Vanderbilt was kind of... They were in the Corvallis Regional, and Oregon State ended up winning. 
um, against Vanderbilt. They they took them to the final game on their their weekend. They they took Oregon State to to the, the on the ropes. They had them on the ropes and then they lost it. But I I mean that's the, yeah. There's no Oregon or excuse me. There's no Vanderbilt. There's no um, LSU. There is no who else am I missing here? I mean. Texas is kind of always there. I, I think I saw something today where there was more. There's been more College World Series with Texas than there has been without Texas. Interesting. And, and the number's like thirty-seven to thirty-six. Oh, um, so like what? So it's, it's super close. But I mean, still, that's a fascinating stat. Um, so I mean, that's kind of an interesting little plug there. But I, I'm curious. I, I think Texas A&M might be kind of a crowd favorite to an extent. I also think Arkansas with the the Dave Van Horn connection mm-hmm. would be is always one that Nebraska fans kind of congregate to. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, hit us up on the text line, 402-464-5685. Which team are you hoping to adopt, cheer for this College World Series? There's a handful of SEC teams, and then we've got the power programs, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Texas, Stanford currently leading UConn, and then Oregon State, beat auburn we have one that, that says was from sunday we have one that says it should have been virginia tech okay is that, is that nathan Nate? it sure is okay <laughs> well nathan um how do you explain uh 11, 11 to, to 2 loss yeah so that that's a home loss north arkansas beat north carolina at home mm-hmm. notre dame beat tennessee at home Ole miss beat southern miss like ugh. yeah tough te- data texas, texas beat, beat east carolina sorry and that's right you no it's all um, good Sorry, why am I apologizing? <laughs> yeah, this why is, would you apologize? Why would I say something like that? So, okay, good show. I Good, good show. show. Uh, we've got some fun things coming up. I never thought I would say this on my radio show. We have Matt Reynoldson coming in. Coming uh, in? Coming in. He's wow, in he's ta- in Lincoln. He's in town. Uh, I hope he's not listening. One of my friends. Don't need to say that too loud. Yeah. He's a friend of mine. Uh, he used to work at Channel 8, and now he is currently in Green Bay, Wisconsin, working for a station up there. I thought of bringing him on because, um, you know, just see what he's up to, but also he interviewed Samari Toure. Wow. So, because uh, he in- covers the Packers. So yeah. I was like, hey, let's talk some Samari, because I reached out to Samari. Samori? Samori? Samurai? Samori. Uh, Samori. I reached out to him. Crickets. Nothing from someone. Turns, turns NFL and he's too big time. Well, I feel like when you DM someone, I don't know what it's like because I don't do it a lot. But um, when I have to send messages I, on Twitter and Instagram, it mm-hmm. has been saying that it goes into requests. It does. So sometimes I don't think they even see it. Nope. Because some high school athletes that I'll message because, you know, that's just how it is now. Everyone has an Instagram. Exactly. I'll message them. Like when I had the Lincoln High kids on here, not like I'm messaging high schoolers, but like when I want to bring people in for a show, I'll Instagram message Mm -hmm. them and then it will say, Nick can't access your message because he doesn't allow messages from everyone. Yeah. And so I have to like follow them, like all their photos, get their, like get them to pay attention and then I feel like they'll see it. But sometimes they don't see it. So I'm like, how do I get your attention? Which is wondering, like, I wonder what it was like reporting back in the day, pre-social media. Telegraph. <laughs> pigeon. Yeah, pigeon. So, Carrier pigeon. We'll bring in Matt Reynoldson, formal ch- former Channel 8 guy. Now he's in Green Bay. We'll talk some Aaron Rodgers and Samari Toure. And then coming up at 7 o'clock, a uh, fun guest. We have three guests today. So head on to Swivel Harrison. 
Okay, we've got a lot of people coming in. And then we have J.J. Jones. She is the a player and the owner of the Nebraska Valkyries. Well, they are a women's tackle football team. Um, I f- feel like you shouldn't have to say women, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's just – it's a tackle football team in Nebraska. And they have a lot of – they're based – they say they're based in Nebraska. They have a lot of Omaha players and a lot of Lincoln players, and then they have players um, – from elsewhere, but um, they had their inaugural year season this year, and they made the playoffs. Oh, cool! So they were just in Houston this weekend. They lost, but uh, we'll talk to them. I did a story on them last week when I was at ten eleven, anchoring. So that was fun. Thought I'd be. I need to start like meshing my worlds more. Like you don't like it when worlds collide. You well, like to keep your worlds separate. No, like what? Who I, are you? I, I just remember to say this. I just remember. So it was right. It was right at at the start of me, Nathan, Eddie kind of hanging out oh, and it was okay. March Madness. You didn't like that's, how work friends from ten eleven were meshing with work friends from 93.7. That's professional seven, life. Oh, like, okay. Or that's personal life. Personal. That's weird. That, that was just weird in the beginning when I'm like, you're my friends here. You're my friends there. We're all friends. And, and, at and, the, and, and we were talking without you yes, before I, you got there. And I was like, you guys know each other? This is weird. I... I, I know both of you, but I didn't know you guys knew each other. This is not allowed. And yeah. now you and Nathan are like <laughs> bros. I don't know. I was going to say something inappropriate, but I'm not going to do that. No, please um, do. No, I'm not going to do that. And then my world's colliding of like people I meet in sports at 1011 can also translate as guests on yes. this show. Yeah. Instead of me sitting here talking about Nebraska football on June 13th, which we're going to do. There's a lot to talk about. That's true. There, there actually is stuff to talk. There Norm- are things. Normally, to- there's not stuff no, to talk about. No, usually it's just like we're scraping the barrel. But yeah. okay, so then we're gonna have JJ Jones of the Nebraska Valkyries coming in um, in the seven o'clock hour, and then seven thirty, seven thirty-five. Amy, just I believe it's Amy. Um, she is the new sports columnist at the Lincoln Journal Star. So we are gonna chat with her and see what she's not here yet. She's going to be on the phone. Okay. She's not in Lincoln yet. Not in Lincoln. But she used to live in... She was born here. I think she went to high school in Lincoln. And then uh, we're going to talk to her. How about that? Coming so, back home. Fun little show. So I didn't write a lot. We haven't talked a lot. We haven't talked in like three weeks. So I felt like this isn't going to be like a news dump. Sometimes I feel like I feel the need to just regurgitate news yeah. when it's like just... This is a good time. College World Series is happening. Stanley Cup playoffs are happening. Something in the NBA is happening. Uh, there's like a game five tonight. Um, yeah. Viewership's down. So, you know. We're Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. And we'll talk about some talk about some sports and stuff. So, 17 minutes into the show. News of the day. <laughs> what is the news of the day? I would say the news of the day is Cade McIntyre. I would agree. Do you have other news of the day? Not necessarily of today. Okay. Of the week of... Okay, so if you're tuning in, I just turned on the video stream. I have my ticket hat and my ticket shirt yeah, on. Yeah, you're, you're decked out today. I in the did gear. have to go to... I had I worked today. I worked at 1011. It wasn't your day off? It was not my day off. So Ooh. I am going to be gone this weekend, so I flexed today. Uh, so I went up to Waverly... To go mm-hmm. hang out with your boy, Randy Norris. Yes. And, uh, wow, news of the day. This is just all... Worlds is, colliding once again. This is very much news 
of today. Yeah. Not so. Quick story. I'm d- quick rant. I'm doing a story on Lincoln Salt Dogs, J.R. De Sarcino, and mm-hmm. Randy Norris. Yes. They are a part of the ho- Salt Dogs host family program, and they are being hosted on a farm in Waverly. And wow. so I went up there and watched them bottle feed calves. And are you serious? That story will be dropping this weekend. That is amazing. So yeah, that's they what just, I, they just do it every day. It's like chores. They do chores. That is amazing. I love that. So I. That's awesome. In, it was going to be a hu- over a hundred degrees today. Yeah. It so was hot. I brought. I have a ten eleven hat and I have a ticket hat and then I brought a ticket t shirt because I didn't know how gross it was going to. Yeah. I was going to get. So this is me. Post ten eleven. Post ten eleven. Hook them. <laughs> I do do horns a lot, but I think of it more as like rock. Okay, rock on, not not gig, not I almost say gigum, not not horns up. Very different. Those are yeah. very. Is this gigum? Gigum. Oh wow. This is very different. Do you know what this one? It's Texas school. Uh, you guys oh, see the video stream? Uh, the Texas Tech. Nope. TCU. Horn frogs. frogs. Do you know Horned they're in frogs. the Fort Worth area? I do. I did not. Yeah. Who knew? I'm learning a lot. So, TCU, cool baseball school. Uh, no, bad baseball school. Not, I mean, I mean, not bad necessarily. TCU and South Carolina, two teams growing up that I just loved watching. A&M beat TCU, correct, in the regional. Yeah, in the regional. And then they beat Louisville in the, in the Supers. And there was like 104 yeah. in Central Texas. So, news of the day. 20 minutes in. Let's get to this. Uh, Cade McIntyre of Archbishop Bergen. Brother. I feel like it's like Game of Thrones. Brother of. Son of this. Yes. Play, player of Bergen Knights. Mm-hmm. Brother of Koa McIntyre has announced on Twitter he is committed to Oklahoma. Four exclamation points. Boomer Sooner with the O's. Thank you at Fighting Knights, Ash, at Josh McIntyre, at Koa McIntyre, at Kaya McIntyre, at Coach. At a lot of people. At a, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11. I wasn't going to name all of them, but I was going to get to Coach Venables. Oh, yeah. So thanks for stepping on that. Um, but At uh, Coach Venables. 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 Either one. Doesn't matter. Not my market. Which, actually, no, that is my market, because they're going to be here. They're going to be here. Uh, and he's got his photos of him, you know, all... I Decked out in I don't know how here. to explain what these photos are. When they go on visits and they take yeah. photos with their stuff. So he's all, like, on a brick wall. He's jumping. He's laying down with the football as a pillow, which I feel like is kind of weird. Really? I I'm didn't also, see that one. I'm also, like anti-engagement photos i think they're weird so anti-engagement photos yeah which is very Hmm. different but so i'm i'm just kind of anti like staged photos photo shoots and i'm not trying to knock on like but you know when the recruits come out and they've got like a throne i'm kind of like adding all nebraska football recruits but like a throne and like I, 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 uh, all the stuff. I I'm, feel like if I was in that situation, which I am farthest thing from <laughs> it, but I feel like if I was an athlete in that situation, I would feel so awkward with just tons of people sitting what around. What if we did that in our industry? What if every time we went to a new That's station, we did like the microphone yes, and the camera exactly. and we're laying on the ground. And Using the camera as a pillow. What's the move? I'm 
okay, I'm not trying to add all the recruits. I think hashtag you guys are, GBR question mark question mark question mark. Sh- give me some love, like show the IG some love. Seriously, show my IG some love while we're at it. <laughs> but okay, so I just I, call me a hater. I think it's kind of weird. So Coa Ma- Cade McIntyre going to Oklahoma. Koa McIntyre's brother committed to Wyoming is going to Wyoming. Cade, I reached out to him on Instagram. Crickets. And crickets because I reached out to him about Friday Night Lights Camp. Didn't want to talk about it. And it makes sense now. Yeah, didn't want to talk about it. No, I know you visited Oklahoma this last weekend, I believe. Um, So, I mean, Oklahoma came to the party. They offered May 29th. So, it's pretty recent, just 14 days ago. Nebraska offered three days before Oklahoma on the 26th. um, How do you know this? You have a diary? Recollection. Anyway... Um, Nebraska, and then there was a there was a couple offers before that, uh, and I was reading some articles on on just other on various sites, and it felt like, according to his dad, back in early April he would have been a lock to Kansas State. I saw that, and now, I mean, it, it switched. He got a Tennessee offer, he got an Iowa offer, he got a Nebraska offer, he got a um, obviously an Oklahoma offer, and it just switched in the blink of an eye it switched and now here on june 13th he he commits to to oklahoma so his brother like you said his brother koa playing at wyoming under craig bull as a safety he played quarterback in high school um, is he a safety he, he's going to be a safety he's, he's the quickest man too small too small to play quarterback they feel like at wyoming so they're they switched him to safety they recruited him as a safety and he's going to play safety at wyoming well he's the quickest man in class c c2 well, in track, I think it's just... Oh, is it just C in track? No, I don't know. I was at State, but I got a really good reaction video of Koa winning the 100-meter dash, and then I went up to him, and I was like, Cade, can I talk to you? And he's like, my name's Koa. And oh, I was like, I know that. I knew that. I knew that. You guys look very different. They do look very different. They look like brothers. Really? Mm-hmm, I've interviewed them both at the same time one time. Okay, we're going to take a break. How's the text line? Do they like my thoughts good. on pictures? Yeah, no, they they do. They good. Um, Jory says that the Omaha World Herald says Cade is going to play tight end for them. Um, that's interesting. He is taller than his brother. That that's interesting. If you remember last year, I said this earlier today. Um, they that's this is the second straight year that Oklahoma has come into Nebraska and taken a guy to play tight end. Uh, they took Caden Helms last year out of Bellevue West, and now they take. Cade McIntyre out not of Koa. not Koa. Cade McIntyre out of uh, Archbishop Bergen supposedly plays tight end as well. So um, on top of that, College World Series pulling for Dave Van Horn. This unnamed texter is just glad Virginia Tech is not in it. That's not Nathan. Nope, 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 nope. Shoot us your text. We'll we'll respond to them when we get back. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this is Matt Reynoldson, and we are going to talk some Husker football and some Samari Toure. We're back after this. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. And we're back. Welcome back in Ticket Weeknights. I'm Nicole Griffith, joined alongside Nick and Harrison, per usual. And we're bringing in I Label You as my friend. We are friends. Bold. I, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't know we were friends coming in here. I'm I, glad you said we are. So you broke the ice. You're welcome. Yep. i <laughs> glad that you're my friend, that I'm friends with you, right? That's the yes. way it yeah. should go. 
Uh, Matt Reynoldson of formerly Channel 8, mm-hmm. now CBS Local 5 in Green Bay, Wisconsin. How the heck are you? I'm good. Summer's around. Finally, no more frozen tundra. I, I get sick of the winters up there. I don't yes. Know honest, you know? Explain them to us. We hear about them, but I'm a... We're, I, I could never do the cold. It's winter so. until late April, so that's what bothers <gasps> that's me. That's horrible. It's not the. It's not that it's that much colder than here. Actually, yeah. in winter, here winter twenty twenty into twenty twenty one was actually a worse winter for you guys than it was for us in Green Bay. However, wow. this year it just lasts so long. Like late April. Why is it thirty degrees in late April? It was getting warmer here around February. Yeah, there there were like little spurts where you would have a week or two of of warmer weather. But then it would be cold for another three week stretch. My favorite part of growing up in Nebraska was the random January seventy five degree day. Exactly, and you're like, man, <laughs> do I go out and golf or do yes. I, I mean because the ground's going to be rock solid, but it's seventy five degrees and sunny. I feel like I should be outside today. Driveway I, basketball. Season, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went for a walk. I remember in January and at Holmes Lake. I used to live over there, and there were people ice fishing and also golfing in the same wow. shot. If that isn't Nebraska to a T, I don't know what is. <laughs> so, okay, Matt, we're bringing you in. You're in town, just back visiting fam. Yep, glad to be here. You back came here family. for this guest appearance. I, yeah. Solely you for this. You did not want yeah. a cell phone connection. <laughs> I am actually leaving tomorrow. I got here this morning. I came here Thank just you. for this radio appearance. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Definitely you. not for a wedding in Sioux Falls. No, which I saw. <laughs> Who do you know in South Dakota? It was fun. It was one of my good college friends. Okay. Um, two of them got married. They live in Sioux Falls now. They have for about three and a half years, so... Interesting. Yeah, I used to, to live in Sioux Falls. Yeah. So I thought of you when I I thought of you when I rolled up. There like, is South Cole's Dakota. Stopping grounds. People literally you will used be to like, live in Sioux Falls before I came here. People, wow. but I'm from Rapid City, and people will text me or message me. They're like, "Was in South Dakota," and like I'm from very much the West Side, and mm-hmm. but I'm like, so, people just think South Dakota when or think me when they think South Dakota. Okay, you have been covering Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and the Green Bay Packers. How has that saga been? Much less dramatic this year. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I think he's just in a lot better place. Uh, I think that he is—he's always going to be Aaron, and that is what he is. And he's differently wired, very much approaches practice differently, very much approaches interviews differently, and everything like that. I think the big changes with the NFL and coverage and everything like that uh, with the pandemic kind of threw him off a little bit, like it did everybody. I mean, but it, it, it was much more magnified with him because of his, you know, very public takes on some of those things, but also, you know, the, he, he's meeting with the media every game, every week, every practice, whatever. And doing that on zoom was something he never liked. And you could tell he was kind of checked out on that. And some things like that. We talked to him for the first time in the locker room this past week, uh, since he was back for mandatory minicamp, the final second to last stage of Packers OTAs, and he just seemed in a lot better mood, a lot more centered with where he is right now. And if you get into the the gossip and everything like that, he has a new girlfriend, so no more Aaron and Shailene. Now he's dating someone called Blue of Earth. Oh yes, I s- <laughs> I saw a post that said she does not identify as a witch. And she, I, apparently she doesn't identify as a witch. You're getting Aaron Rodgers and E! News in this interview. It's more than what you bargained for right now. <laughs> I, so no more Shailene. They have broken up. They have broken it off. I think she's dating somebody else right now. I have people telling me these wow. things, so I don't follow the uh, mm. celebrity yeah, gossip. Sure. Say, he, sure. he, really, he, he can just really just go back into the back of his head and just pull names out really quickly here. Yeah. He's, he knows I, exactly I can't tell you doing. who Shailene's dating. but uh. Well, we'll just Google that. No, I'm not. 
It doesn't matter. He used to date Danica Patrick. I know that. He did. I know. I didn't even know that one. He was engaged to Shailene. And I think that's the only person he's been engaged to, unless we don't know about things. Holy so. smokes. Yeah. Of the blue, what was it? Blue, blue of Earth. Earth. B-L-U of Earth. All one word? No. Okay. Uh, well, might, might be. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> First name blue? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So 402-464-5685. Got it down right now. That gets the phone number. I've been messing up a bunch. Mm-hmm. I've been gone for three weeks. I, I memorized the phone number when I interned here back in 2015. <laughs> That's right. So you're not. You're used to the studio. I am. What's I am. It, feels good to be back. What's it like being on the airwaves again? You know what? feels great. Honestly, I, I listen to this. I honestly tune in and, and listen to it every once in a while through the TuneIn app and the Ticket app in, in Wisconsin. I remember I called into your very first show. You did. I was up threw, hanging out in Door County. You threw uh, me off a little bit and uh and and called into your very first show i wanted to know your thoughts on the cornerbacks so you did and i don't think my thoughts uh that person has not made the impact that i thought they would Uh, (laughs) who was it braxton clark oh yeah Yeah. because he got an interception i shot i literally have video of an interception i shot of his that i shot and now i'm just like that's my guy and mm. then he has not been the guy. I'm the same person. When I see something cool in practice or I see something cool that I shoot well in a game, I'm like, that person's going to be a star. He, that's nope. That, nope that's High school happened. Packers, Huskers, whatever. <laughs> it just doesn't materialize. <laughs> One of the Packers that you talk to now, mm-hmm. Samari Toure, yeah. uh, left me on red. So <laughs> well, let us know. Wait, he left you on red or just didn't reply? He didn't reply, but okay, I feel like so that's left Was on there the red. scene? I was going to say, there's the scene well, thing on Instagram. On Twitter. It was, it was on, on Twitter. Twitter. So I think it went to requests, which you have to like go exactly. into your messages. and You don't get notified unless you actually go into your request. It doesn't pop up in the yeah. little corner as a number one on the on the box. And if you're a professional athlete, I would hope you have better things to do with your time than check your request yeah. tab on Twitter. I don't know. You just got <laughs> drafted. Maybe check your messages. No, like no. I'm sure a lot of people were bugging him, but Probably. I tried to get him like there. There are some players that you know you get a hold of and they never, they never let you go. And then there's some you like, throw a hook to mm-hmm. and you never get them. So, yep. um, but you did a one-on-one with yeah. Toure. What walk us through? Uh, first of all, when you heard a Husker was coming to <laughs> Green Bay, because you're uh, yeah. you're go big red through and through. Absolutely. And I was I was actually out of town for that day of the draft. I was finding a way to three different weddings in one weekend. So that's a that's a whole personal life saga I don't want to get into. But, uh, no, I was – so on Saturday of the draft, I was um, traveling, and I saw it, saw it immediately. I was kind of following the seventh round a little closer because I, I, I had stopped my car to get something to eat, I think. And I saw – You stopped to watch the seventh round. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I stopped to watch the seventh round. And I saw the Packers drafted Toure, which was not surprising to me because he had gone on a top 30 visit. So – each club for NFL teams get what they call top 30 visits for pre-draft. And you get a maximum of 30 players. Some teams use all 30, some teams don't. To bring them into the facility, meet with higher-ups in the organization, meet with coaches, things like that, and see if they're a good fit. Now, for a lot of the guys that go to the combine, they don't have to do these top 30 visits. Some teams like to double up and just show them the facilities. I know Green Bay likes to bring a lot of people in to say, hey, you know, it's not just this small town that you've heard about. It's like an amazing facility. Like, here's what we're selling to you to want to get drafted here, to want to play here. And they even do that with undrafted guys as well. But they brought in Samori, so I, I figured that might be somebody they might target in the fifth round or the sixth round. He slipped all the way to the seventh. He was a higher value guy, you know, mid-round type of guy. So he slipped down there, and they 
scooped him right up with their final pick of the draft. So I think it was a great fit from the beginning, especially what he did at the Senior Bowl from a special team standpoint. That is 100% what the Packers need right now because we know very well how well-documented Nebraska's special teams problems were last year. Green Bay's were almost worse, and they lost a playoff game because of it after having the best record in the NFL for the second straight year. So you go from watching Saturday games of Nebraska <laughs> losing on special teams games to then covering them on Sunday. That is right. It was a uh, it was an interesting fall last year. I'll say that. Brutal, <laughs> brutal. So I feel like when we were going into the list of like Huskers getting drafted, and mm-hmm. it's like we think, oh, this player's going to go here, this player's going to go here, and. Uh, I feel like a lot of people slipped, mm-hmm. especially, you know, like Austin Allen and Ben Stilley. And, you know, th- they all have signed um, undrafted free agent contracts. Mm-hmm. But Samari was kind of mm-hmm. just kind of a I don't know how to explain it, like a just a tried and true player that yeah. I maybe kind of expected to go late rounds. What makes him um, a good fit in Green Bay? You know, I think it's the I think it's the range. Right. So we saw it every snap in Lincoln, his ability to get out of his break Mm -hmm. and get out into space and do a lot of different things. When you talk to NFL quarterbacks, it's interesting how they analyze college receivers because they do it in a different mindset than they do their own receivers. So you have to, they talk about the amount of space that's between a receiver and the defender. In college, that's usually four to five yards you're going to get that separation before a quarterback knows that that's that's where his receiver is going to be obviously the high level guys in college like the Joe Burrows now Bryce Young CJ Stroud guys like that will throw guys maybe into tighter windows but they look at college guys these NFL quarterbacks look at college guys a little bit differently if they're getting that four to five yards of separation now Samori wasn't the best on contested catches last year but that 17 and a half yards per catch mark really stuck out to you know when you talk to Jordan Love when you talk to Aaron Rodgers but when you also talk to the Packers coaches about what his ceiling is and his ability to get down the field and run routes the right way I think that is what keeps him on the field I think the special teams gets him on the field in the first place that is some. That was interesting. That is some <laughs> nerd knowledge yeah. right yeah. there. From I get Matt a little nerdy Reynolds about and, football. Okay, so so you mentioned you mentioned Jordan Love. I mean, where's mm-hmm. he fitting in all this? Because obviously there was the big drama when they took him, mm-hmm. and and I mean what drama? Yeah, <laughs> drama with the Packers. No way. That was so, my first week in Green Bay. No really? Lie. Yep. Okay, so I mean. What's the situation with Jordan Love right now? I mean, is he still the successor? Like, or are they going to move him eventually here? Yeah, I think you got to make a decision pretty soon on that because they have to figure out in this offseason, are you going to pick up the fifth-year option? Yeah. I mean, I think it was a no-brainer to not trade him this year. You know, you have that insurance policy. You have the guy that's right there, knows the system, especially with all the offensive staff turnover they had this mm-hmm. year. It was a no-brainer to keep him, and I don't think they were going to get the capital for him that they thought they might when some people maybe projected a trade of him this offseason. Yeah. However, last week when we talked to Aaron, he said he, he was asked a question, will you finish your career in Green Bay? He said, yes, definitely. Exactly. And that is something that really changes the timeline of what Jordan Love is. Now, if you want to re-sign, take a flyer on him, and you're probably going to get him at a good price for a veteran deal mm-hmm. if you still think he's the successor – but if he's not, then you've sunk a lot of money into a fifth or sixth year quarterback if Aaron steps down after or if Aaron steps away from the game after next year or after two years 
And if he doesn't work out, then that can really sink your franchise because you're not putting money into a rookie deal. You're putting money into a veteran deal. No matter how affordable it might be, that's still a big chunk at this one position. And those cap guys tell you about how every every penny at every position matters. Man. (laughs) Matt just doesn't. He just, just keeps going. Yeah. Knows all stuff. I love so, the cap stuff. I, I really got into the that, cap that stuff. Super, I did not is, know anything about the say, salary Because That's where I'm at. Like, because you don't know about how I mean, we're hearing about when, when guys sign contracts like Deshaun Watson is $230 mm-hmm. million dollars guaranteed. Yeah. And it's just unbelievable. Right. Astronomically high numbers. And you're sitting that here he like. Be you're, you're right. Absolutely. And that's a whole other discussion for another time. But. Um, you're, you're sitting here like, man, 230 mil. That's but how's that work? Like, it's just crazy to f- when they break it down, and the guys that do break it down for a living, yeah, they're extremely smart, and you have no idea even who they are because they're all behind the and scenes. And they get like a, numbers. a percent of it just by being in the building. Yeah, they don't even mm-hmm. have to participate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you get to shoot practices, mini camps, OTAs. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we had pretty good access last Thursday. I think you, I think you saw some of mine on Twitter. Uh, uh, of Samori catching balls from Yeah, so Aaron. what what did he look like? How did it look? Yeah, he looked good. Um, that was the closest we've gotten to the action because it was raining outside, so we were inside the Don Hudson Center, uh, you know, at the at Green Bay's facility there. And they kept us on one side of it, but they were doing a 10 yards and in, like goal okay. line type drill. Goal line type, but you're you're going to pass it, so it's not full 11 on 11. It's just the mm-hmm. just the quarterback and the three wide and I think they put a tight end in there as well. And they were basically doing a lot of scenarios for what the playbook would call for in this situation. So what Samori told me was I got a good shot of him, of Aaron coaching him up as well as talking to Randall Cobb, obviously, obviously a seasoned veteran and then Tyler Davis, second or third year tight end. And he was moving his hands. He was doing all the body language and everything like that at telling these guys what, he wanted to know or what he wanted them to do and so i asked samori what he was talking about and samori said he was going over how out of this break if you break it deep or if you break it shallow it's it's a different type of throw that's coming to you so if you break it shallow it's going to be a front shoulder throw and get ready to turn that way for that if you break it deep it's going to be a back shoulder throw and so just Getting to witness the details of somebody that's going to be a first ballot future Hall of Famer and knowing that in this 10-yard drill that that matters, whether the receivers know it's a back shoulder throw or a front shoulder throw, and that he's going to put it exactly where it needs to be, it's mind-blowing. Make make the decision to throw a ball in a, in a super tight window mm-hmm. with a split-second decision is just fascinating. Okay, so we talked about wide receivers. Um, obviously, Devonte at Devonte Adams no longer yeah. there. So they signed Sammy Watkins, right? Mm-hmm. So Sammy Watkins is there. Alan Lazard, I believe, is still there. Yep. I, I mean, what's that? How much does that wide receiver room change when Devonte Adams is not there now? Yeah, I think a lot. But under Matt Lafleur, they're seven and zero without Devonte Adams, which wow. is one of the weirdest stats <laughs> I can imagine. Right? Stat Matt, so, right here. Yes, yeah, seven and zero without the probably the best receiver in the National Football League, yeah. in my opinion, and they. I don't know, run the offense a little bit differently. They use tight ends a little bit more. They use running backs out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it'll be that much of a change, even with, you know, a a new offensive staff in a lot of places. Matt LaFleur is still calling the plays, so that's kind of how they'll do things probably without Devontae Adams. As far as the wide receiver room is filling in, I think this gives Alan Lazard a big opportunity. He just signed his restricted free agent tender today, so he's back. Randall Cobb's back. Sammy Watkins is looking for a career rebirth. We talked to him on Wednesday, and that was really insightful to hear 
look, I know that I've been a huge injury prone guy. I just want to get to a situation where I can stay healthy and make an impact. So, and, and they, the coaches talk about him like he'll be a big part of the offense. So for any questions of him even making the roster, I think that's kind of a shoe in at this point. Mm-hmm. So they've got guys to throw the ball to. Obviously, that second round receiver, Christian Watson's a, a right. big one as well. Romeo Dobbs it, in the fourth round too. Watson, is that the guy from North Dakota State? That is, yep. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a speedster. He is a, a really athletic guy. Kind of raw, but we'll see how he turns out. Yeah. He's Matt Reynoldson, formerly Channel 8, CBS Local 5 in Green Bay. Matt, real, real quick before we let you go. Nine and three. There we go. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, I've been holding to it all offseason. I love the new additions. Casey Thompson. I mean, I think I think what, he, what they have behind <laughs> hey, him as well. We're going to have you on my show one of these days, and, and we're gonna, I'm just going to oh, take Nick, him. taking my guest. Take guess. him. Yep, I'm going to just huh. take him. That way you can talk Husker football. I would love want. to just go on a rant on Husker football. Perfect. I love a, this offseason. We have a whiteboard. Fantastic. You, you think I'm joking. You can't see it on the video. <laughs> we have a whiteboard. You can't see it on the video chat. I feel like it would cause, like, World War yeah. Five. But <laughs> we just need to erase it and just make it All organized. the score. Everyone has their predictions out there, so I – just wanted to know yours. So nine and three. Nine He's and three. Matt Reynoldson. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Before we wrap up, I do want to uh, wish my congratulations to Amy Just. You'll have her in next hour. Um, she's been a friend of mine for a long time. I graduated from Lincoln East with her sister, so uh, we've been you know colleagues and following each other's work. She did a tremendous job as a beat writer in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I think Lincoln's gonna love her as a columnist. That's awesome. Wow. Just name dropping <laughs> as a guest. Okay, Matt. We appreciate it. We will wrap up the first hour after. Back to the ticket weeknights. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffith. Welcome back, Ticket Weeknights. Nicole, Harrison, Nick. Good show so far. That was fun. Learned a lot from Matt Reynoldson. It's fascinating. The salary cap stuff is truly fascinating on how they find not loopholes necessarily, but just ways to make it all work the steps and the yards and the passes and the throws and aaron Rodgers' new girlfriend blue of the blue of earth blue of earth i did i I keep wanting to say blue of the earth but it's just blue of earth no the no the so we are not ohio state we are very we're very much not (laughs) we are not ohio clearly Well, well green bay's not ohio state either college world series update stanford in uconn out Right, it's not over? Top of the ninth, no. Oh, Two outs in the top of the they ninth. They just went over to this. This is ESPN News. Yeah, I switched over. Oh. Because it was, instead of a 10-2 ball game in this one, 0-0. Zero, zero. Oh. So. Oregon, Oregon State. Or- wow. What? Oregon. Oregon. I I don't think I have an accent. Some people say I have a South Dakota accent, but. How close were you to North Dakota? Far. Far? I was okay. on the south side. Oh, Okay. Of the Dakotas. Of South Dakota. <laughs> Do you imagine really? living south of North Dakota and north of South Dakota? Throw me off. But okay. good thing that's not good not, that's not me. Okay. So College World Series, who do we got? Auburn and Oregon State. Mm. Oregon State a three seed, Auburn a fourteen seed. Yeah. Winner to winner to the Schwab. That's true. It did change. Um, Which it looks – have you been up there? mm. Okay, I didn't know if you had to shoot like Big Ten tournament or anything like that. I I just also go to Omaha. I I know. I didn't know if you had been to the the stadium. Um, It's on my way to the airport, the drive. I go. Oh, that's right. You did go to the airport. That's right. I've gone to the Omaha airport like three times in the past two months. 
Are you guys flying out to Lake Tahoe or are you driving? I am flying. So you you have to go back to Omaha or are you yeah. going out Grand Island? No, Omaha. I've never even thought of flying out of Grand Island. My my uh, because they have a good Vegas flight. I guess. Yes, they do. They have a very good Vegas flight. My my uncle who flies in from San Diego once a year flies in to Grand Island rather than Omaha. Mm. It's kind of actually it's interesting. Just, yeah, I. You know, I it yeah. I want I need to live where there's an international airport. Atlanta. So like direct all the time. Atlanta. Cuz I've my long life that I've lived, everything is connected. Are I've only so I've I've been on four planes. Um and they've only involved Omaha to Atlanta to Paris from Madrid or not Madrid, Milan back to Atlanta back to Omaha. So, I've only been to the Atlanta airport outside of Omaha's. Well, and then Paris, I guess. But, so, like, I, I don't know United States airports. Oh, really? So, I don't know which ones have direct flights. I don't know which ones have international flights. Well, Literally, that's why I said Atlanta. is because we flew Delta from Omaha to Atlanta, then fl- flew Delta from Atlanta to Paris. So, like, um, I am hitting a wall. There's, like, I mean, JFK... So sure Denver is United. Okay. Denver is a United hub. Chicago and Minneapolis. Chicago has United out of here. And then Minneapolis is Delta. And American okay. goes to all of them. I mean, they all go to all yeah, of them. But it's just yeah. like the hubs. I know Denver's airport really well. I know Chicago's airport really well. I've been to Charlotte's a few times. Dallas, I'm learning. Uh I strangely know the Bay Area's airport. Really? Yeah. I San Francisco's uh San Francisco, San Jose and Oakland cuz I have mm-hmm. my friends for the wedding out there. That's right. Been there a handful of times. Minneapolis I know really well. Denver I know like really well like the restaurants. <laughs> so I, I I might need some advice then here next month cuz actually a week from today I go on a golf trip. It's like a Wednesday through Sunday thing. Okay, you better not miss my show. It's Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah, I know. There's a reason. I'm just saying. Um, no, I haven't graduated to th- solo shows. There yet. was, there was a, there's, it's a Wednesday through Sunday thing, but we're going out west Nebraska, and then we're finishing up in Denver, staying there, staying in Denver for two days for Saturday and Sunday, and golfing out there, and then going to a Rockies game. We're staying downtown. Have you been to a Rockies? I have before? not. I love Coors Field. So I, I haven't been to Coors Field. So I just went to Kaufman on Friday, but then, uh, but it's for the second time this year, which was not. I mean, it was fine. They lost, or they won eight to zero over the Orioles. I went, I went for Adley Rutschman only, um, but yeah. So I mean, that was fun. But no, I'm actually excited to go to. I think the, the Rockies play the Pirates though the weekend that we're there. So there we go. I have um, uh, something I can disclose not over the air about Coors Field. Perfect. I'll say that in the break to you. Fantastic. But Coors Field is one of my favorites. Um, if you go, it's one of those fields that if you go up really, really high, mm-hmm. it's a good view because you can see the mountains. Where sometimes people don't like high seats. So we we were looking at. I, I know we got to get to break, but I was looking at tickets, and there are tickets for about thirty three bucks in the one hundred level. And so we we're that's like, how well they're doing. They're not playing. They must not be playing too well. So I'm like, well, we because my buddy when they've been playing well and they had Arenado and they had Trevor Story, some bigger names, and Charlie Blackman was a little younger. Um, they sat up high because tickets were like 15 bucks up there, and they said the view is great. It's amazing. But if if for 15 more dollars I can be in the fourth row, I'll be in the fourth row. 
Well, you can go fun. up there. You could take a when you stretch. I could. Yeah, just seventh inning stretch. Just take a take a take a stroll <laughs> up to the the five hundred level. <laughs> We're gonna take. Yeah, it's good. Get your steps in. We're gonna exactly. take a break. That's a good first hour of show. And then on the other side of this break is the Nebraska Valkyries owner and player is the women's tackle football team. And then also Amy Just of the Lincoln Journal Star, the new columnist. So women powered show next hour. Lock in, boys.